0: What is sacroiliac joint pain? Hey everybody, this is Mike Erlob with another episode of Power Your Life. It is so great to be here with you today. Today, what I want to do is I want to talk about um, what we call sacroiliac joint problems. This is also commonly called... SI joint problems or SI joint dysfunction or you sometimes hear about SI joint pain and you're probably wondering, you may have heard about it and you're probably wondering, well, what is it? Um, and it is, it's, first of all, I wanna tell you it's extremely common, uh, extremely common back condition. But you know, before I get into that and we start talking about the what it is and what it isn't and all of those kinds of things, I wanna talk about um, a patient or a client of mine that I had uh, a while back and her name was Sue and uh, Sue came to me with this uh, really intense lower back pain and what had happened is she had slipped on her deck right after it rained and so you know and this was uh, <clears throat> when it was it was a wood deck so you kind of know how those uh, um, treated um, CCA treated wood decks get you know when it rains they can get a little slippery and she did she just kind of took a misstep and tweaked her back but her pain was incredible she She couldn't uh, sleep, she couldn't put her socks and shoes on, Um, she just had this really intense low back pain and no one could seem to figure out what was going on. She had already gone to a couple of doctors and uh, she eventually had found her way to a neurosurgeon um, who had told her that they did an MRI and they told her that she she had a herniated or a bulged disc and that she was gonna to have to have surgery. Um, and you know, she had come to me um, and I identified this as a sacroiliac or an SI joint problem. Um, however, her pain continued to get so intense that she actually opted to go and get the surgery. Um, so she went, she got back surgery, she had a fusion, um, they had to take the disc out and then she came back to see me and she came back to see me she was probably about four months um, after her surgery and her pain was still the same um, and she was really really frustrated at this point um, she was like, so frustrated because she's like, you know hey i was told that my problem with it was a disc and I, if i took care of that that everything would be fine and uh it wasn't um she hadn't been able to get back to work she wasn't able to do stuff around the house um and so she was really beside herself and uh, the pain the thing that was interesting to me about this situation was her pain levels and 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 the problems that she she presented with before her surgery she still had after the surgery. So you know if the if the disc was truly the problem, that should have fixed the issue and and she should have been okay. But, but she wasn't. So as we looked a lot closer, real I realized, again, that this was a sacroiliac joint uh, problem. And so we started working on the SI joint. We had to be very careful because we had to make sure that her fusion was completely stable and taken care of. Um, but <clears throat> as we worked on getting her sacroiliac joint taken care of, her symptoms and her pain started to get better. Um, and then as we addressed some other issues that we're going to talk about, um, Primarily uh, her hip flexors and some of her gluteal strength issues. Um, and, and we got her SI joint aligned and we kept it that way. We kept it stable. Her pain, it went away. And she she got back to work. She got back to doing all of her normal stuff. You know, she could put her socks and shoes on. I mean, it, it life for her got much, much better. Um, you know, and she got out of that frustration. She got out of that, you know, um, she was actually really angry uh, for a while because, you know, she was told it was one thing and that surgery didn't fix it and then she's coming in and she's being treated for something else and then that fixes it. You know, she told me, she said, well, why, why did I have surgery in the first place? Um, and you know, that, that was a good question. I mean, that was a, an, a valid question for her to have because, um, you know, had that surgery fixed the problem, her problem should have been taken care of. So, um, we'll get more into that here in a minute. But um, I just wanted to share that story with you that these uh, SI joint problems, they are a lot of times misdiagnosed um, and they're missed in, in many, many cases. So let's get down in deep and let's talk about what the SI joint actually is. So I'm going to take a handy dandy spine right here. And when you're looking at this, you can see this is a full spine and you have up at the top, you have the head up here, and you have the, the neck or the cervical spine, the thoracic. Down here is the lumbar, the lower back, and then you have your, your pelvic bones, okay? We call them the, um, the ilium. You have one on each side, and then in between here, you have your sacrum. You have your tailbone, all right? And so the sacrum right there. So when we say SI joint, it means sacroiliac joint. You have two of them, a right and a left. And so it's the joint between the ilium, or the pelvic bone, and the tailbone, known as the sacrum, right in there. Can you see that okay on the camera? All right, so that joint and that joint, and these joints, don't be confused, they do move, okay? Now, it's not a lot of movement, but when you bend forward and backward, they rotate back and forth on each other. Now, there's really a lot of thick ligaments in here, and they hold everything together. There's a ton of muscle around this area too that helps to stabilize and hold it in place. But what can happen is, and I'll turn it to the side, is one side of the hip or the the pelvis, known as the ilium, it can rotate, it can turn forward and get stuck. It can rotate back and get stuck. It can actually get jammed up, and it can get stuck out of place. You can also get twisting of the sacrum, too. We call those sacral torsions. So all of those things will pull and torque on that joint, and it just sets off all this inflammation. Um, It makes it, you know, so it's extremely irritated, very sore. You get a lot of pain in that area, Um, and and that can mimic other back problems. And, and that's where it's very important to know to go to somebody who knows what they're what they're looking at, because you can have you can do an MRI of the spine, and you can see bulges of the discs, but that may not be what the issue is, because many times it's a undiagnosed SI joint problem, and the symptoms are very similar to each other. You know, a lot of pain. Um, and sometimes you can get radiating pain that starts to go down um, into the into the hip. You can get sciatica issues too. You can get a lot of muscle tightening around that area that starts to pinch off those nerves. And again, it starts to mimic um, at, mimic disc related issues, and that can be very confusing. The other confusing part is any direct uh, t- uh, torsion or turning or getting stuck of this joint. It it doesn't show up on an X-ray or an MRI. We have to make that uh, determination based on our clinical findings. So you can go to the doctor, and and if he's not aware of the SI joint problems, and he's not really versed in that, um, they can misdiagnose you as a disc-related problem, and then you get started, and that's why it's, it's, It's really dangerous when you go somewhere to only treat according to what the x-ray or the MRI shows. You know, you have to treat somebody based on their clinical presentation, based on their symptoms. So, you know, that's I'm very passionate about that because things can be missed if you're not looking really closely. You know, and if you look at an MRI or an x-ray, you won't see that that SI joint is out of place. It won't rotate or move enough for that to be picked up. And so, again, there's special testing and things that we do that can differentiate between that. So, you know, the next question is, okay, great. If I have this SI joint problem, how do I fix it? Um, and there's, you know... Fixing it is important um, to know in the fact that we can do this uh, in a very gentle way. We can use techniques that utilize the natural contractions of the muscles of the hip and of the spine to actually realign and pull that back into place. But the key, the key to fixing these problems are fixing the imbalances. Okay, so we've talked about those imbalances before, and they're very similar to what they are for disc-related issues, too, because this really is goes into play with almost all back issues. But imbalances with the sacroiliac or SI joint are a hypertonic hip flexor muscle, so the psoas, coming off of the front and how it connects here through the pelvis and then to the femur, okay, that can contribute to it. Also weakness of the gluteal muscle complex, all right, so uh, glutea medius and maximus, the butt muscle weakness. Also hip tightness, you guys. So we can get tightness from the hips, and if we lose some of that mobility um, down here in your hips, then all that, you still have to bend over and touch your toes, tie your shoes, you know, lift things. And if your hips don't allow for that movement, a lot of stress goes right to that SI joint, can really inflame it and get it locked up. Also, if your hamstrings are also hypertonic, because you know the sciatic nerve is is too fired up, and that really makes those hamstrings—they're not necessarily tight, but they're all contracted up—that'll exert a pull on this as well. And and the same thing about lower abdominals. Okay, so your lower abdominals—if those are weak—that um, will create a lot of issues as well. So you know, it's just like, I'm going to put the spine down for a minute. It's just like all the other areas of your back. You know, there has to be a balance between your muscles and the nervous system. If you don't have that balance, you can't fix that problem. So, and, and like I mentioned before, this SI joint problem is often misdiagnosed. Um, and it's misdiagnosed because when you go to get taken care of, We don't always consider all of the sources. And I'm talking about the medical system. Our current medical system today, you go in with back pain, they immediately just look right at your back. You know, they take an x ray or they shoot, you know, send you out for an MRI, and you, you know, you don't, everything else isn't looked at. You know, they're not looking at, well, what's going on with your gluteal muscles? What's going on with your hip joint? What's going on with your uh, hip flexors? Because all of those, If you have all those imbalances and you're not addressing those you're not fixing the problem because if you go in then they just look straight at your back and they're not looking you know they're looking at here they're not looking at your si joint then what you get is you get a prescription for pills injections or like like sue you can end up even with surgery and this does nothing and like in her case it didn't fix her problem and she it just prolonged it and you know she it yes did she have some bad discs yes most likely however that wasn't the cause of the problem so there she had an unnecessary surgery you see if you're not getting to that root cause if you're not addressing those imbalances if we're not looking at the areas above and below the the spine and that area in question you're gonna miss something and that can really lead to a problem for you. So addressing your imbalances, you have to do that or you'll just never get that problem fixed. Um, And that's really the take home message that I wanted you to have um, about this little talk today about the uh, SI joint. Is, uh, you know, you have to address those. You have to get to the root cause because that is the root cause of what's creating all that stress and all of the problem. You know, you can go to this SI joint and you can inject it. You can, even if you realign it, okay, but you don't fix the things that are pulling it out of place to begin with. Guess what's going to happen? It's gonna get pulled back out again. And three months or four months later, you're gonna be dealing with the same issue. So, fixing those imbalances is the key. Um, by the way, if you would like to find out what the five best kept secrets are for fast back pain relief, I have this new ebook that I just put together, and it gives you just that. Um, so, all you have to do is just email me at mike at or you could just message us on Facebook through Facebook Messenger. Just say, hey, I want the new back pain ebook and we'll get that sent out to you right away. So, I'd like to leave you with this, uh, this thought-provoking quote from uh, Joyce Meyers. Um, and it says, if we didn't struggle through some things, we would never develop the strength and stamina we need to survive in this world. And you know, I really I ran across that quote earlier today, and I think it really fits us today. Um, you know, the the struggles that we're going through are real, uh, but there is hope. But there's a reason that we go through these struggles because it develops our strength and our stamina that we will need down the road. So I'll let, I'll let you guys think on that one for a while. Um, until next time, power your life and keep moving forward.